Hey there, you're listening to Chase Stories Chats with Marcelino Perez, a series where I sit down with friends and talk about their life stories and journeys. We dive into their passions and how they got to where they are now, discussing the good, the bad, and the funny all along the way. Everyone has an important story to share, and there are valuable lessons we can take away from each one. Welcome, everybody. This is Chase Stories Chats. My name is Marcelino. I am currently with my good friend, Jay Johnson. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's honestly so great to see you. It's been... Yeah, you too. Oh, my God. How long has it been since we hung out? It's been... Man, it's... I'm going to have to guess. I'm going to say three years. At least three years. Yes. It's like graduating college. Yeah. Um, just... Yeah, seriously. Just to give some background on how Jay and I know each other, um, Jay and I both went to St. Mary's College of California and were a part of the St. Mary's Club Soccer. Shout out to Dean Lamont and the yes, Gale. Dean. <laughs> um, and then. Marcelino was the star, though. Oh, uh, no. Nah. I no, I, I wrote the bench a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it when you played, though. You always passed it to me. It was great. <laughs> I could always expect a pass from Jay inside hey, Jay, and then back out. The best player. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from there, Jay and I really got to know each other because we were a part of a service trip to the Dominican Republic um, through an organization called Here for Kids. And I think that's where Jay and I really truly became friends um, along with our group. Um, Jay, do you want to just kind of talk about, uh, just a little bit about, you know, yourself, where you're from, um, kind of your background and what you do? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'm Jay Johnson. Uh, I'm originally from, uh, Lake Oswego, Oregon. Um, I was actually born in, uh, Changwang city, South Korea. Um, mm -hmm. I was adopted when I was 14 months old. So, um, I've only been back once. Um, I went back around... I think when I was like 11, 12 years old. So wow. I was pretty young still. So, I mean, I, I remember a little bit about it, but that was my only time going back. And um, it was pretty cool. I think going back now would be obviously a lot different. Um, but I was able to um, meet my foster parents um, when I went back. So I met my foster mom and foster sister. So not my, my real parents. Uh -huh. um, the agency that we went through um uh, i think they're only they're only able to locate my foster parents um so that was, that was i mean that was pretty cool i mean i got up yeah. with them obviously we had a translator and everything so it was cool we got to spend like a couple hours with them we ate lunch i remember um and then just kind of um, small talk. I mean, I was 11 or 12 years old. So I, <laughs> Did I, just, I mean, really, that really awkward phase where you're like, Oh, <laughs> exactly. I was a little kid. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was a little different, but, um, I mean, I grew up in Lake Oswego. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, my parents, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today without them. Um, they've given me, you know, a whole lot more than I could ever imagine. Um, mm -hmm. I still think, you know, till this day, like, you know, what would it be like if I wasn't adopted? Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I don't know where I would be, um, which is the crazy thing to think about. 
but um, I'm just I'm just blessed, you know, that I have the life I have, um, and I know the people I know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I went to Lake Oswego High School. Um, Can I ask a question up. real quick? Is that yeah. where you started playing basketball, or um, or did you start playing before that? I mean, I grew. Yeah, I mean. I grew up always playing basketball and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I stopped actually, I think it was eighth grade summer. I stopped playing basketball. Really? Competitively. Well, actually, okay, okay. Well, like, like high school. Mm -hmm. Like I did the summer league for high school. And then I was like, out of, I would say at a pretty young age, I kind of like knew, I was pretty self-aware that like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to be good or, you know, I'm not going to grow anymore. And I wasn't the biggest kid. I was pretty, I was pretty scrawny to be honest. Um, but yeah, I stopped then. Um, I played high school soccer. Um, my four years, uh, my freshman year was probably my best year. I mean, the most fun year I, mean, yeah. I had all my buddies. I think we went like 12, Oh, and one. Hey. So like we just killed, we just killed teams. Like it wasn't even fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Lake Oswego high school, I mean, I mean, it's known, um, pretty well known in Oregon, but I mean, Kevin Love, um, who's a NBA player for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, he went to Lake Oswego. So people, he put, he put LO on the map. Um, mm -hmm. but then, yeah, like you said, I mean, I went to St. Mary's college of California. Um, uh, my uncle, cousin, and, uh, my dad all went there. Wow. Um, so I wanted to kind of keep the tradition going. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I was very fortunate. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like I wasn't the greatest student in high school. Um, I had a pretty low GPA. Um, but I think just kind of changing gears junior and senior year, I was like, you know, I got to put the work in. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I did. I mean, I didn't raise it, you know, to meet the standards of what St. Mary's wanted. But um, I think I did enough to, you know, kind of show like, you know, I'm on the, you know, upward trajectory and, you know, I'm, I'm taking this seriously and everything. So, mm -hmm. um, but I think it was also the help of my cousin. He sent, he sent in a letter kind of, you know, telling uh, my story a little bit and, you know, thinking that St. Mary's would be a great school for me. And I mean, it was like everyone says, college is the best four, four years of your life. That it um, is. It, I mean, it was so much fun. I mean, just met a lot of, you know, new friends and everything like, like yourself. I mean, we still have that relationship today, um, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Um, like you said, played club soccer, um, went to school with my best friend actually from, um, from grade school. So, uh, Calvin Hermanson, he played for St. Mary's college of California and, and um, for the men's basketball team and got to spend a lot of time around that, uh, his team. Mm -hmm. which is really cool. So um, kind of just been around basketball ever since. Um, after I graduated in 17, um, actually, I'll go back real quick. Um, my senior year, I was a practice player for the women's basketball team at St. Mary's. Um, and I, I kind of got to know the coaches there, um, not very well, but enough to like, you know, you know, name basis and everything mm -hmm. um and then when i graduated um honestly i didn't know what i wanted to do um like a lot of I, people I, dude. Yeah, like a lot of people I, mean, I got my degree in finance but huh. i was i kind of told myself and i was like i don't want to sit behind a desk 
Like, I don't want to sit behind a desk. I don't want to sit behind a, you know, monitor and a laptop um, all day long and grind out, you know, 80 hour weeks or whatever it may be. Um, so I kind of went a different route, which was, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I first started, um, my first like job you could say was for AmeriCorps. Oh, cool. AmeriCorps Vista. Um, and they have a program at St. Mary's. So I went through them. I applied, I got a, a position out at Monument Crisis Center in Concord, California. Um, I worked there for about maybe three or four months. It was really short. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I mean, I love the people. I mean, they're great people. Got to work in the food pantry as well. And like, that was pretty cool just to see, you know, how that works. And also like, you know, just seeing the people come in. I mean, it's, mm. you know, eye opening. I mean, just to see, you know, that, you know, there are people who have to live off going to food pantries. Yeah. I mean, I was lucky, you know, growing up that I didn't have to, you know, really think about, you know, where my next meal was coming. Like I knew that I would be able to come home and, you know, my parents were going to cook up a meal and we'd be good. Um, so it was definitely eye opening to see that. Um, but it was cool to like kind of help and give back to those people. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also was supposed to be um, like the after school, like program, like kind of director. So, <laughs> I mean, I was like kind of freaking out. So I was like, oh, man, like, I got to take care. Like, I got to watch over these kids. Like, I got to um, make plans every day. Was there like a that. specific age range for these kids? Or was it mixed? Yeah. Um, I don't know what it ranged from. It might have been, like, 6th to even, like, 12th grade. I don't know. <laughs> That's a huge range. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. But it might have just been, it might have just been middle school. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I had to make all these plans, but like, I felt, I kind of felt bad when I left because I kind of, I did all the work I could do up to it. Mm -hmm. I built, I like created some relationships with people who were going to come help me. And then, um, I found out that St. Mary's, uh, women's basketball, their director of ops, um, got a, got the director of ops position at Gonzaga. Mm. So she left um, and that they were trying to fill the spot and it was kind of late in the game too. So it was already, I think maybe um, I think the beginning of September. So like school is going and um, like practices are going. So like they needed someone, they need to find someone. So what I heard is that um, some of the afterwards when I left, but um, some of the players, I guess either mention it to their head coach or their head coach or coaching staff, um, ask their players just about me. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, like, what do you think about Jay, um, bringing him along and, you know, having him be the Dobo. Um, and I, I was like, man, like if I can get this, like I'm all, I'm on board. Like I'm, I'm going to leave it. Like it's a foot in the door. Like I need to get like, yeah. Basketball has always been something that I love. So like, I wanted to do it for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I got in contact with uh, Coach Thomas, who's the head coach there, um, who's still currently the head coach there. Um, and we chatted and, um, you know, it took maybe a couple weeks for him to kind of like, you know, see, talk to other people and kind of 
um, make his decision. Um, he made his decision, called me back, told me I got it. Um, I was super excited, man. I was so happy. I was like, man, I get to work in basketball. I get to travel. I get to do all this stuff. Like, um, my best friend, Calvin, like he had his fifth year. So, and I was still living with him and uh, a couple of the, uh, Australians and another player, um, on the team. Um, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like our schedules are going to be flip-flop, but like, it's, you know, it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took it, um, obviously leaving the crisis center, it was kind of a bummer. I think I kind of, you know, lost some of the relationships just because of, you know, I came in with, with like three to four months and, um, did all this work and then just left, left them with like a position to fill and they needed to fill it real, really quick, mm-hmm. which thankfully they did. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of felt bad about that, but I mean, just moving on to the Dobo spot. I mean, I loved it. The travel. Yeah. I mean, that's also for you and something that you really want to do. This is kind of a, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity. This, I mean, and already, I mean, I'll let you share more obviously, but it's opened up a lot of doors too. Mm -hmm. It has. Um, and I'll kind of, you know, get to like what I think I I wish I did more in college Mm -hmm. or just, you know, as a person a little in a little bit, but, um, yeah, I got to travel, um, to all these different places that I I haven't been to, which was awesome. Um, I got to, you know, spend time with the team, got to get to know the coaches a lot better, Mm -hmm. um, how they work and, um, and then just like practicing games, man, like that was the best. I mean, just be able to like, see like these student athletes grow as you know players but you know people off the court um and just seeing them perform i mean just up front um i was uh, a director of ops so i mean i i wasn't able to do a lot yeah but i i did um i did the coding for our games um okay. so kind of just breaking down the games um you know individual statistics stuff like that yeah um, i was going to ask you what what does a director of ops job entail um, so what I did, um, I did all the travel. So I did all the itineraries, stuff like that. Damn. Um, restaurants, you know, kind of making sure, you know, timing and everything. Um, I was pretty lucky my first year, uh, my first and only year, um, there because, um, Cami Gray, who was our SWA, um, she just sent me all of our, like, um, our flight stuff, our hotel stuff. So like that stuff was all, all booked. So like I had, I didn't have to touch that, which was awesome. So that, that was super helpful. So like I said, I, I just had to put it all together like mm-hmm. on a document. Um, uh, set up for practice, um, you know, when teams came for their practices and games, like kind of like helping them out, you know, making sure there's the, you know, the clock balls, um, a lot of the grunt work. Yeah. You know, um, but I mean, that was, that was mainly it. I mean, the only unfortunate thing about being a Dobo is that you're not able to like help with practice. Mm-hmm. So like you can like sit and like run the clock and like do that stuff, but like you can't do any instruction. Um, you can't be on the floor technically. Um, you can't really like rebound or like that stuff. So like, that was kind of tough for me. Cause it's like, like that's what I did did like my four years there anyways like I would be like hey Cal like you want to go shoot like I'll rebound 
like I didn't care doing that stuff at all. So that was kind of a bummer because I, you know, I wanted to see our team succeed. Like I wanted to see them be successful. I, I didn't care. Like I'll rebound for hours. Like I, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. Like I was that kind of person. Like I just wanted to help as much as possible. Um, I, yeah, I mean, we had a blast. I mean, we made it to the WNIT um, at the end. So we made a postseason. Uh, we went to New Mexico, um, ended up losing there, which was kind of unfortunate. Um, I think we, you know, we had, we had a good team. Like we had a team that we could have probably made a deep run in the WNIT. Um, but, you know, things happen. You, you win or you lose. So, yep. um, you know, we didn't, we didn't win. And we obviously that's what happens. I mean, you get sent home and that's, there goes, you know, season's over. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, just going on after that, I was just like, in my head, it was like, okay, like, I'm definitely going to be here another year. Um, I mean, how many more years could I like realistically be here? Um, I said maybe like two or three more. Um, I was still, I mean, I, I'm, I was still pretty fortunate at the time that my parents were helping me with rent. Mm. Um, that was huge, especially being in the Bay area, we yeah. all know. Um, is ridiculous. Um, you're paying 900 for a single room. Like that's crazy. Um, yeah. so, um, that was, that was my plan right after season. I was like, okay, I'm going to be here. Like, you know, it is what it is. Um, and then as I think it was April, um, Tracy Sanders, who was the associate head coach, um, for the team, she got the, head coaching job out at Southern Utah, um, which is in Cedar City, uh, Utah. It's a small city. Um, it is like the Southwest of Utah, um, close to Zion National Park, um, which, I mean, everyone probably knows about that, that park. And I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's one, one of my favorites. It's top, yep. top three for me. Yep. So, um, yeah, she got the job out there. Um, I didn't really know about it until she kind of told the team. So I was like, Oh, okay. Like, cool. Like, you know, it's unfortunate. Like Tracy was awesome. Like I would hang out with her a lot on the road. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we had an intramural basketball team. <laughs> got to play with her. She's still a bucket. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she got the job. So like, I was kind of thinking, Oh man, like, you know, there's an assistant coaching job, you know, available with St. Mary's though. That's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it would be cool, you know, if I could. Um, but I talked to coach. She said he wanted me, he wanted to keep me in that position, which I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I, I totally understand. Like, you know, there's a lot more qualified, you know, applicants out there. Like I've never, I've never coached basketball. I never, I, I mean, honestly, I haven't, I stopped playing in eighth grade, <laughs> um, but yeah. So he was like, you know, I, I, I want to keep you at this position. I was like, understand, like, awesome. Cool. Like, you know, I'm, I'm still here. Um, but it was funny. So this is the story about, you know, Tracy reaching out to me. So she was recruiting for Southern Utah in, uh, do you know the ultimate field house? No. What's that? It's out, it's out in Walnut Creek. So it's like a, it's a basketball facility. So they, they got like five, five courts in there and like big tournaments happen there all the time. Um, so she was recruiting out there. Funny story is, is that 
I get a Snapchat from her. A snap, I guess like, a Snapchat. I guess like nice. She, I think she might. We were snapping that day. Uh-huh. Like she was like, oh, like in Walnut Creek, whatever, or like whatever. Or I snapped her, or whatever it was. But <laughs> she sent me a message over Snapchat and was like, hey, like I'm going over like like coaching positions, um, you know, with for my staff. Um, there's a third assistant position that is open and she was like would you be interested over snapchat and i'm like like, (laughs) i love that that it's all over snapchat something super informal and you probably have to you know it deletes itself after a minute so you're just immediately i I still have it on my phone phone. so oh man that's um, awesome um (laughs) i take it home to my to my to my buddies and i'm like yo like Tracy just sent me this and they're all like, they, I gave my, gave my phone to them and they're looking and they're like, dude, like, that's awesome. Like you should take it. Like, mm-hmm. like you'd be stupid not to take it. Um, Did you have any yeah, reservations like, about it? Um, I mean, to be honest, like I didn't, I didn't know. Like, like I still, the thing was, is like, I still had friends I mean, when I was at St. Mary's, obviously my four years, like those girls on the team, like I was friends with them throughout college. Mm-hmm. So like I still had friends basically on I on the team. So I was like, man, like I don't know, like I could be here, you know, I'm comfortable. Um, you know, I know the staff, I know the players. Like it'd be awesome to work with them again. Yeah. And I mean, the toughest thing when I made my decision, so I ended up taking the job out at Southern Utah. Um, the toughest decision for me was like, was just leaving. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I already had prior relationships with them before being a director of ops. So like, mm-hmm. it kind of sucked. Cause it's like, I was part of the team for like eight months and I like kind of grew a little closer. So like the toughest part was like leaving um, and being like, Hey, like, you know, I took this job, you know, I won't be here with the team. Um, and it sucked. Like I told them after a practice and like, you know, obviously they're all, they were all excited for me. The coaches were, um, but like, it just sucks leaving like a team and it's like, shoot. Yeah, man, that's your community. I mean, you, 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 you graduated from St. Mary's, you know, these people too, like, and that, that's, yeah. that's a hard thing to do. Leaving something where you're very, very comfortable and you know super well and taking that opportunity. That's not easy. Yeah, because I knew like my, my, the buddies I was living with, so like Cal and all them, like they were leaving no matter what. Like mm-hmm. they're going to go play pro ball. Like, you know, they're not going to stay in Moraga. So it was like, okay, like, like, yeah, I could be an assistant coach and like, or I'd be a director of ops and I might not ever get this, you know, offer again. Yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'm being I'll, I'll, I'm being honest. Like I didn't think, like it's either take it now or I'm probably never gonna get this again. Um, so, um, Tracy, Tracy, I met with Tracy a couple times in uh, in uh, Lafayette. We sat down, talked about it. Um, I went out and visited, um, and it, I mean, I liked it. I mean, just right mm-hmm. away, I was like, okay, like this is cool. Like the people here are nice. Like they're awesome. Um, so yeah, I took the job. Um, I just got done with my second year as an assistant coach at 
Southern Utah um, University for the women's basketball program. I mean, pretty crazy. I mean, just thinking about it, it's like, dang, like we're, I'm going into my third year already and I'm only 25 years old. That's insane. Seriously. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Um, grateful for, I mean, for Tracy for believing in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the trust, the relationship, all that. Um, I think that's big time. And I think, and like I said, I was going to mention something, you know, later on. Yeah. And I think this is it. It's like, it's, if I could tell myself, if I could tell my younger self something like, you know, you know, I wish if I could go back and tell him, like, I'd be like network, like, mm. build, build relationships with anyone and everyone. Like, I think that that was, I honestly, that's probably one of the big reasons why I was, you know, off, ended up off, offered this job. Yeah. And she trusted me to, without experience, coaching experience, only being a director of ops for eight months and one not even like playing basketball in high school or college, which I'll be honest, like, I don't think it necessarily matters, but it could help. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's the networking, it's building relationships with people and, um, just going from there. Cause I mean, if you, if people trust you, um, and just know that you're going to work hard and like, you know, get stuff done, like I, one, you're going to, you're probably going to get a job. You could get a job or they're going to refer you to other people and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, like I got someone oh. who I think you would love. Um, and if you have a position open, like, I think it might be worth it to take a risk and hire him. Mm-hmm. Um, for you did you have like trouble or did you find it difficult to be able to make those connections to network or for you was it always pretty easy just like you know you always just being able to talk to somebody new or you know being um, in new situations yeah i mean it was i'll be honest i think the one thing i do regret um not doing as a dobo was really like asking for advice or kind of like really like i don't know what the blanking on what the word i want to use but like really going to those assistant coaches and being like hey like i'm interested in being a coach like Mm -hmm. what do i need to know like i i i'll be honest i didn't do that as a yeah because maybe i mean at that point i was like i'm not going to be an assistant coach for like if if ever, like five years, five, six years down the line. Yeah. Like I wasn't thinking like right away, but like, I think that's, that's definitely the one thing I regret is like not picking their, that's the word, picking their brain. Yeah. Yeah. I had a whole year to do that and I, and I didn't really do that. So, um, that's definitely the one thing I regret. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm a pretty like outgoing person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm pretty like approachable and like easy to talk to. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was more of kind of just like getting to know them, you know, just like, you know, more, more on a personal level. Yeah. I would I mean, say that's, yeah. that's huge. Um, especially when meeting new people is get trying to get to know them on a, on a personal level and being super genuine as well. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, and that's how I kind of approach um, recruiting. I, I don't know. You, there's, there's so many different ways to recruit 
kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I take it more as yes, obviously you, you have to like, you know, sell your program hard. Like you got to sell it. Like tell these kids everything. But like, I think for me, it's like a part of me is also like get to know these kids, like ask about, you know, what their family does, you know, how many siblings they have, what their siblings do, um, what they like to do, all that stuff. Not saying coaches don't do that, but like that's kind of where I start off first. And then I go into basketball Mm -hmm. and then I'll start talking to them about basketball. Like, you know, like, what do you, what do you want down the line or what are you looking for in a college, you know, stuff like that. But I think the, like being on a personal, um, like getting to know about them as, on a personal like level, mm-hmm. I think is good. Cause then like that person could end, end up trusting you and that could help sway their decision on, okay, like I trust these coaches um, and what, you know, what they're selling to me, um, what um, I could do for their program and like yeah. all the expectations. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, um, kind of part of the job I do is, I mean, the recruiting thing is, is different, man. Like, I mean, I'm 25 and these kids are like range from 15 to 18. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, dude, we live in a, we live in a different world now with technology. And all oh, it's, it's, and it's so crazy. It, it, it's different, but um, I mean, I love every second of it. Um, I'm still, I'm obviously super young, so I'm still trying to learn as much as I can. Yeah. Um, uh, um, that's something that obviously, like, like I said, that's the one thing I regretted as a Dobo, but like now it's like, okay, I really got to like, you know, do my homework, reach out to coaches that I know. Um, I mean, I just got done with my second year. So like, I know the coaches in our league. So it's like even reaching out to them because they've been coaching longer than I have. So it's like mm-hmm. asking them like questions like, hey, you know, how do I do this? Or do you have any advice for that or something like that? So um, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Um, honest, I'll be honest, like with, you know, COVID, everything happening. Um, it's been weird. Um, yeah, to say the least. Not, not, not having our girls here is kind of tough. Um, not being able to get, you know, four weeks in with them during the summer, which is, I mean, that's when you need the time because you get, you get your new kids in all that stuff. So, um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of honestly just chilling We're <laughs> you know, we're recruiting, we're calling kids, you know, weekly, um, not doing much here. I mean, just golfing a little bit. Golfing. I like it. Yeah. Golfing a little bit, but. Yeah, man. I mean, that's kind of, that's a little bit, uh, you know, what, what's been going on for me, mm-hmm. you know, my, my background a little bit, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. How, so what would you say right now is probably like, besides obviously COVID, what's probably the more difficult things, most difficult things about, you know, what you're currently doing, uh, coaching um, at a collegiate level, which is not the same as high school or, you know, AYSO. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, what would you say are some like difficult things that you have to deal with and how do you get through those? Um, I think the difficult things right now is just not having our girls, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, we can't force them to do things. So it's like, Hey, like, 
we're gonna we have workout plans we can send you our strength and conditioning coach can you know send you workout plans and stuff like that um i think just being in utah it's a little nicer i mean down here in cedar like our cases have increased um a lot more but like we're only at like 150 like we're nowhere near like all these bigger cities so like everything down here is pretty open which is like super nice so there's a little bit of normalcy like here like i can go outside i can go to the grocery stores like i don't necessarily need to wear a mask Mm -hmm. um so but yeah i think the biggest thing is like not having our girls um and not knowing if like you know they're staying in shape or all that so um that's definitely a big thing but i think our kids you know they're they're getting after it i mean they yeah. i think i think they all understand like hey like this is a obviously a good opportunity and time to like you know catch up on things that you're not able to do like throughout the year um obviously you spend a lot of time with your family but i think they also understand like this is also a good time to like mentally and physically like prepare yourself for when we do get back to school and start our season yeah um, totally and I think we have a lot of kids who are who are focused and you know want to want to want to prove something. Um, we have a pretty young team this year, so there's a lot of opportunity for those younger kids. So mm-hmm. I think that's also a push for them to be like, okay, like hey, like I could even come in as a freshman and potentially start. So the, I I hope that's you know I think that's something that that's in their minds, which is good, but. Um, I mean, overcoming things, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's weird. <laughs> like, I'm spending most days at home, and it's like, I'd rather be in the office. Like, yeah. I'll go to the office and just, like, you know, do something real quick or whatever it is. But it's like, man, it's boring. Like, no one's here. Like, like this isn't, this isn't you know, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the big thing is the girls – second is kind of just like figuring out all the all the behind the scenes stuff that like people really don't know about um which is like the budgeting and all that stuff and it's like yeah how do you stay on yeah all the teams i mean every college is getting hit um with you know budget decreases and all that stuff so i mean it'll be interesting i think we we have a good we we have a really good athletic department um and they're doing a really good job at you know trying to keep things you know um together so mm-hmm. um i think i think we'll be okay when the season comes but obviously things will be definitely definitely a little bit different but um but yeah man i mean that's that's the those are just the little parts i mean there's not they're not there's not much uh much more yeah um, it's mostly just like making sure we stay connected as a team as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we do Zoom calls like once a week with our entire team. So that's kind of like our interaction. But then we'll have small groups where like certain players will, you know, get three other teammates on a Zoom call and they'll just, you know, talk about whatever, yeah. um, whatever it is, you know. So that's kind of just what we're doing at, at, at this moment. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, Jay. I, I think it's so cool that you're essentially living out your dream. You didn't even realize it at yeah. this point that this is what you wanted to do. And those opportunities showed up and you took them. 
which I think can be really tough. And not a lot of people would do that and just, you know, they have something established and then there something comes up and you're like, well, this is a once in a you know, lifetime opportunity. Um, do you kind of, where do you see yourself going with this? Would you like to continue down the coaching route? Would you like to go some other route eventually? Is it up in the air? You don't know. You just kind of figure it out like you have been. Yeah. Um, like I said before, it's like, it's being able to work with these student athletes mm -hmm. and like you get to help them grow as players, but more importantly, like people for four years and like, and then they're, I mean, they basically, I mean, they're, they become adults, you know, during that time. And it's like, and like I told you, like it was hard leaving St. Mary's. Yeah. Like it's going to be hard if I end up leaving here. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, if I were to say like a, a plan in the future for me, I think it's it's being here. Um, I mean, I think I a part part of me is that I owe it to Tracy. I mean, she gave me um, an opportunity that one mm -hmm. I couldn't pass up on, but an opportunity to you know do something that I love. Um, so I think I owe it to her a little bit. Um, but I mean, I I love working with her uh, and for her. I mean, she's awesome. Um, um, and then our staff is unbelievable. Um, Katie Grise, uh, Haley Mandelko, and our GA, Jordan Loetta. Um, it's funny. They all have ties underneath, un, under one um, head coach that they um, played for. And then, yeah, it's, it's just weird. So, like, Tracy, <laughs> Tracy and – Katie and Jordan all played for um, Kelly Graves, who's the head coach at the University of Oregon for the mm -hmm. women's basketball team. They all played under her, uh, him, sorry. Um, and then um, Haley, who's the other assistant, who actually went to Southern Utah. Um, so it's kind of cool that she's back at yeah. her, um, uh, you know, her school and, you know, working for them and trying to help us um, bring this program, you know, back to where it belongs. But she played for um jr Payne, who actually was teammates with tracy back at st mary's who also played under kelly graves wow so yeah it's 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 kind of it's funny kind of it's yeah that's how actually. everything worked out um but yeah i mean we have another ga brandon moss which i mean st mary's ties to his dad was an assistant coach for mm -hmm. the men's team when tracy was there so everyone kind of has a tie which is which is kind of awesome but I mean, we got a good, we, we got a good group. I mean, I love everyone I work with, um, the athletic department, everyone in the athletic department is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's crazy. Cause like we get, we have these recruits coming in and it's like, man, like we have a kid already committed in the 22, 22s. Oh my gosh. So she's not coming for another two years, but it's like, yes, she's a sophomore. Um, her dad is Marty Clark, who was the who was an assistant under Randy Bennett, um, <laughs> and he actually went back to Australia, and I think he's working with like NBA Australia or something like that. Mm -hmm. But like, it's like all these ties back to St. Mary's, all these good people. So it's like, shoot, like she comes in twenty two, like she's got four years. Like, man, I might be here till twenty twenty six. 
<laughs> who knows, man? Time goes I by. Know, I've been really like, time goes by fast. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm gonna be here for a couple more for you know as long as I can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just hope Tracy doesn't fire me. Uh, <laughs> but fingers, um, crossed. fingers crossed. But yeah, I mean, I, I love it. Um, Cedar Cedar is a special place when you actually come out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually spend some time. I mean, it's a small town, but like, it, it's a pretty cool place. Um, the scenery, just the people. Um, I mean, you have St. George, which is like 45 minutes south, which is a little bigger. Um, Vegas is two and a half hours away. Um, I mean, just so many things that you can go to that are just driving distance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a pretty cool spot. And um but yeah, man, I love it out here. I mean, I wish I could be a little bit closer to my family, um, just my parents. I mean, they're getting a little older, mm-hmm. um, but maybe that, I don't know. That's something that I've thought about too, is just like maybe, you know, after a little, you know, maybe five years or something, like trying to find something closer to home. Yeah. Um, just to be closer to them and stuff like that. So that's kind of, that, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah figuring it out yeah well we'll see i mean it seems like a lot of opportunities show up for you so maybe something else will pop up too you never maybe. know i don't i don't know <laughs> it might be pretty tough to leave tracy though like, yeah honestly like it might be pretty tough to leave her um but well, i mean we'll see, we'll see. jay I, I i loved that you know you've taken all these opportunities i was kind of wondering as well you know I feel like everybody at some point in time during their life journey, they like go through like a struggle or something that kind of, you know, pushes them away from what they really want to do. Did you have any of those moments um, whenever college, high school, uh, anything like that? Um, I wouldn't say push me away from anything, but like mm-hmm. my first year here was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got here, you know, I wasn't expecting to kind of be, um, kind of deal with like isolation a little bit. Mm. Um, like I moved out I mean, shoot, I was 23 I think, yeah. when I moved out here. So like, I mean, also I didn't really make, you know, smart decisions because I, mean, <laughs> I was getting a paycheck, you know? So like I got like a, it was a brand new, like three bedroom, two and a half bath townhome. And I was like, hell yeah. Like one of my paychecks. Sure. You know, I'll <laughs> use it up for this place. Um, but yeah, going back to the struggle, um, kind of dealt with some isolation to be honest. Um, yeah. I lived with myself for, um, maybe a half a year. Um, and I moved out there, I think in May, um honestly it was tough i mean just being young um not a lot of the people here um when i moved out were either older like you know maybe a good substantial like 20 years older yeah um but there was also like younger people in the department but like they were they're already married so i mean and i mean another thing another part of it was like I didn't really like, I guess, put myself out there. So I wasn't like really like, oh, like, hey, you know, like 
you know, I'm Jay, blah, blah, blah. Like, nice to meet you. Like, meeting new people. So I kind of stayed reserved, but that summer was pretty tough for me. Yeah. Um, it was like the morning we'd, we'd wait, you know, we'd go in, do practice, but you have a limited time in the summertime. So it's like an hour, I think an hour with your team. And like we would do some, we'd get some other work done. But then it's like you have the, like the second half of the day, like, I mean, you're doing whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, um, obviously, like, watch film, whatever, like, you know, get all these little um, tedious tasks done. But, like, I would go home and, like, I'd be home from maybe, like, from, like, 3 p.m. till, like, obviously, I'd go to work the next morning. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was tough because it's, like, I'm, just, I'm literally just sitting at home. Like, like, at the time, like, Tracy um, – Obviously, Tracy was super busy. It was her first year, um, kind of getting situated. Um, our other assistant, who isn't with us anymore, but like, you know, he was older, but like, you know, he had a dog, but he was, you know, he was just doing his own thing. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, yeah. And then our other assistant is like, she had a boyfriend. She still, has, I mean, she's still with her boyfriend. And like, it was like, I don't know. I don't really want to like kind of intrude. That third so, wheel, that tricycle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't want to <laughs> do that. So, um, yeah, it was tough, man. Like, it never got to a point where like I was thinking like I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just like, man, like I honestly like don't have anyone to go hang out with. Um, and I'm all, all I was thinking about is like get me through June. Like I can, I'll, I can stick it out. And then we were, and then when we, uh, we go recruiting in July. So like, that's when we got to go, you know, I, I went to, I went back home, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Recruited out yeah. in, uh, like Westland and Gladstone and all Oregon city, Clackamas, all these different cities. Um, went to Chicago, um, which was cool. Never been there before. So that was a cool experience. And then, um, uh, went down to San Diego um so i gotta like go places um i gotta see some friends when i was home when i was there at some time but then like august hit and it was like the same thing like no one's here like our girls aren't here and it's like all right i got i can wait it out like i'm going once season hits like i'm good like we're super busy you know don't have to worry about anything um but yeah i mean that was the only struggle just feeling some isolation. Yeah. Um, I still kind of do, um, especially like, um, I mean, it's obviously a little different now with COVID. Yeah. So it's like doing the same stuff, but I think what I like now it's better. I think one with our coaching staff, um, the people that we have, but then also um, getting to know more people in our department. So like my schedule now is like, um, I wake up maybe I'm trying to wake up earlier now, like let's like six twenty, and then I'll go lift at seven at um, our head athletic trainer's house. So he has a he has a home gym, which is super nice. Nice. So I'll go lift with him, um, and then it's well, you know, lift for hour hour and a half, and then it's kind of like, well, what do I do for the rest of the day? Um, so. I mean, I'm, it's kind of the same thing, but, um, for me, it's more of just like, 
I really look forward to like the things that I have on my schedule. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, I can go to, I'll go to bed at like, I'll get in bed at like nine thirty. It's like, yes, like I got, I get a lift at seven. Like, <laughs> that's what I look forward to. Um, Getting the pump. But, but yeah, I mean, that I mean that's part of it though. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, our other our other um, coaches are at home. They went home obviously to see their family, be with their family. Uh, nothing's really going on here. You can yeah. you can easily work from home um, with our profession at this moment. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, otherwise I'd be hanging out with them like every day. Just you know, you know, let's go on a hike or you know, let's just chill or whatever it is. Yeah. Or let's crack let's crack a cold one. You know. Hey. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Tracy's still in town. So I hang out with her. Um, her daughter, Sam, is actually coming to Southern Utah, and she's going to be um, on our team next year. Oh, awesome. Um, so that's, that's pretty exciting. So, um, you know, just getting with her, with her and, you know, kind of preparing for, um, you know, what's to come. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, that's about it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just isolation. That's the only thing I've really yeah. struggled with. But That's um, a real thing right now with a lot of people. Yeah, nothing too serious though. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear that, honestly. And uh, you have, you know, it's 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 cool to see you after you know going to the DR and talking to you, and which was like three three years ago now. Yeah. Um, seeing you, seeing where you're at now is is awesome. Yeah. What about, what about you? I mean, what have you been doing? I mean, honestly, I oh, dude, it's been similar to you. It's the the isolation thing. I mean, I live with family, so I've been able to hang out with them, but it's not the same as being able to spend time with your friends, going out, being able to do the regular stuff. Um, but I've been trying to take the time to really, I guess, create a routine was a big thing, and like you, you're super focused and happy for your schedule. Like I've been. You know, I've had to create my own schedule now, now that I don't, I didn't have to go into work. Um, We were doing a lot of Zoom classes for my preschoolers. So that was tough, but, you know, creating a routine around that. So like you, I'd I'd wake up, like I've been waking up around 6.30, going, exercising, coming back, having breakfast, showering and doing stuff. Um, And along with, you know, creating a routine, it's been um, trying to figure out what I want to do. I really love teaching, but yeah. you know, it's, I wouldn't say it's my passion and what I really truly love to do. I think I'm good at it, but it's not what I really want to do. And so I've been, you know, I sent you my photography website. So photography is a big thing. Um, so trying to pursue that more. And then um, these chats are something that, you know, I, it kind of came out on a whim, um, just kind of realizing you know, my um, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I realized, you know, there's probably a lot of people also that are trying to figure out what they want to do. And I, yeah. I thought, you know, why not reach out to these friends or my friends that are, you know, doing something and, and hear their story and hopefully, you know, get some insight on how others, you know, can you know, also follow their dreams or chase their stories as well as myself get some pointers from you. And I think the network thing when that you talked about was huge. Um, and what I'm starting to realize now as well as I'm, I'm reaching out to all these people, I, like a lot of them are for, like here for kids people or just people that I, I met, you know, briefly, but, you know, I'm still reaching out, creating those, those connections, which are important. 
Um, and I'm, I'm excited for these. It was really fun talking to you as well. You're the, Jay's the first person to be on this. So this was sort of a test run, but it was really fun um, to no, be able to do it. Awesome. Yeah, I, dude. I love this. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Seriously. No, of course. I mean, it's my first time doing a interview and like actually recording it. So it's like kind of strange, but I know. Uh, it's kind of cool. No, just like, you know, the questions that you had and just being able to like kind of share you know, a little bit about yourself and like, mm -hmm. you know, what you do and, you know, um, you know, how you're going about things. So um, it's definitely a cool and like new experience that, you know, I've enjoyed. Um, and it's crazy. It's like, I'm, lo I'm looking at the time and it's like 52 minutes. Dude, I know it's gone by so quick. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, okay, like, damn. Uh -huh. I didn't think we were talking for 52 minutes, but right. Um, I mean, we keep going. I love it. But like, obviously, you know, you have you got things you got to do and stuff like that. But yeah, um, Jay, before before we go, I wanted to ask you, do you have would you be open to people reaching out to you if they had questions as well? If they're interested in doing something similar or they had questions about your story and wanted to know more, would you be OK and interested in, you know, sharing information in case someone wanted to get in contact with you? Yeah, no, I'd be I'd be willing to you know give my info to you or you could you know put it up on this if you use the you know use the recording and everything so yeah yeah why don't you say it and then i will also include it in the in the blog area where i'll post it um if you want okay. to email it. like do you want one just like i don't know what i should put like give me your work email. your school email in case so someone can reach out to you uh my school email is yeah this is this is the people are going to be like wait what um i go by jay but my school email and my my first name gerald. is gerald yes <laughs> with a g so it's g-e-r-a-l-d and then j-o-h-n-s-o-n mm -hmm. at s-u-u dot edu yeah um, so that's my school email yeah um i mean if anyone wants to reach out um ask questions you know just about myself or you know about basketball or whatever it is um feel free um my instagram handle is jaybird j-y-b-i-r-d 3695 um and then my twitter is jjohnson 3695 mm -hmm. um, no spaces um so you can reach me on those two um feel free to follow doesn't matter dm whatever um but yeah, I mean, I'm open. So um, if anyone wants to reach out, um, just feel free. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll include that in the uh, in the description for the video and, and the blog area as well, just so they can have it yeah, there. Are you going to put this whole 54 minute video on your thing? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to top it up. We'll see. But I thought it was really good. I thought, um, you know, we had a lot. I'm, I was just one. I was just curious. Like, I don't I don't care. But like. I'm like, dang, Mike. <laughs> People can listen to it. They don't have to be looking at the video. They don't need to look at us. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah, here. Uh, so, Jay, thank you so much. We're going to wrap this one up. I really appreciate you doing this and coming out and being super open to all of this. So thank you so much, buddy. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, if you do, if you do another one. Feel free to reach out. Oh, I, well, we're definitely, I'm, I was thinking future, uh, maybe, you know, I don't know how long, but, you know, just kind of check in on see how, 
how things are going. Um, yeah, for sure. An update. All right. And uh, looking forward to talking to you soon. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah.